Welcome to the Dinner Party Download. This is your icebreaker. What happened when Ralph Waldo Emerson got too drunk? He was throwing up. Can I tell another one that is kind of related? Okay, um, why couldn't Henry David Thoreau leave his room? Because he was walled in. I'm Rico Galliano. I'm Brendan Francis Noonan, and from APM American Public Media, this is the Dinner Party Download, the show that helps you win your next dinner party. You just got a joke from Cassie Ramone of the band Vivian Girls. That'll help break the ice. Two jokes. Two very public radio-esque <laughs> jokes. And usually on the show, we follow the joke up with a little small talk about the week's news, mm-hmm. uh, a historical anecdote, a cocktail recipe. Mm-hmm. We learn some stuff we didn't know from a celebrity guest of honor. And then we talk a little bit about food. Yes. We have lots of conversation fodder about basically everything. But today, partly because our listeners demanded it, and mostly because it allows us to take a week off, Thank we you. are giving you an episode of 100% Jokes. That's right. It is our second annual Icebreaker Show. Woohoo! Nothing but the jokes we have collected over the last year from all kinds of cool people. Yes, including the debatably cool Weird Al Yankovic. I, I think excellently cool. Director Spike Jones, Lemmy from Motorhead, unquestionably cool. Yep. Pulitzer winner Jennifer Egan, who says we're not cultured. Nobody. And so many more that listing them here would take up basically the rest of this whole show. Yes, some are funny, some are not, but there are definitely a lot of them. <laughs> uh, starting off with this from comedian Patton Oswalt. A traveling salesman knocks on a door, uh, five-year-old enters, drinking a scotch and smoking a cigar, and the salesman goes, excuse me, are your parents home? And the kid goes, what do you think? What did the general do with his armies? I don't know. He put them in his sleeves. So, do you know how to call a deaf duck? I don't. Hey, duck! Why did the lobster not want to share its food? Because it's shellfish. So this is possibly the worst joke I've ever heard and and will be the worst joke I've ever told. What did the snowboarder say before he died? Check this out. Um, why didn't Hitler drink alcohol? Okay. Because it made him mean. Here's my joke. Um, a guy walks into a bar. Ouch. What, what did the termite say when it walked into the bar? Is your bar tender here? So, uh, Panda Bear walks into a bar, looks at the bartender, and he says, I'll have a gin... And tonic. Bartender says, all right, but uh, i got to ask you, why the pause? He says, I don't know. I was born with him. A duck walks into a bar, and he says to the bartender, hey, bartender, you got any grapes? And the bartender says, no, I don't have any grapes. This is a bar. And the duck says, okay. So he leaves the bar. He walks around the block. He comes back, and he says, bartender, you got any grapes? The bartender says, no, I don't have any grapes. And the duck says, okay. He leaves the bar, he walks around the block again. Hey, bartender, you got any grapes? The bartender says, look, if you ask me that again, I'm going to nail you to the wall. The duck says, okay. Leaves the bar, goes around the block, comes back. Hey, bartender, you got any nails? The bartender says, no. And the duck says, ah, you got any grapes? So a pirate walks into a bar. He's got a peg leg and a hook for a hand. He sits down, the bartender says, hey, buddy, what happened to your leg? And the pirate says, arr, a shark jumped up and bit me leg off. And the bartender says, how about your hand? What happened there? He says, our matey, I lost my hand in a sard fight. And the bartender says, well, what happened to your eye? Why you wear that patch? 
And the pirate says, a bird flew over and pooped in me eye. The bartender says, well, why couldn't you just wash it out or something? Why do you have to wear an eye patch? And he says, well, it was the day after I got me hook. A three-legged dog walks into a bar and says, I'm looking for the guy who shot my paw. Okay, here's a joke. Uh, A dog walks onto a construction site, goes up to the foreman, and he says, can I have a job? And the foreman says, well, we're not hiring at the moment, but have you tried the circus? And the dog just looks at him and says, what would the circus want with a plumber? So this moth flies into a doctor's office, sees the doctor, says, doc, you got to help me. And he says, I'm having a hard time. I'm really depressed. I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, can you help me, please? He says, I can't help you. I'm a, I'm a chiropractor. He says, you need to go see a, a psychiatrist or something. He says, why'd you come in here in the first place? He says, the light was on. Guy goes into a psychiatrist's office. Shaking, panicky, says, Doc, I, I think maybe I, I'm, I've got multiple personalities, schizophrenic. One minute I think I'm a wigwam, another I'm a teepee. Wigwam, teepee, wigwam, teepee. Psychiatrist says, hold, hold, hold on, calm down, calm down. You're just too tense. A man shows up for his psychiatrist appointment wearing only saran wrap. The psychiatrist says, I can clearly see you're nuts. Uh, here's a joke you might enjoy. Uh, it goes a little something like this. <clears throat> Guy goes into a doctor's office, he's got hemorrhoids, he's in agony, and so the doctor writes him a prescription for suppositories. The doctor says, take these once a day for a week, and then come back and let me know how you are. So the guy goes and gets a prescription, and then a week later goes back to the doctor and says, Doc, it is worse than ever. I've taken all of these pills, and they haven't done anything. And the doctor says, hold on a second, you're not swallowing these suppositories, are you? And the guy goes, no, I'm shoving him up my ass. So here's what I've been telling recently. How did the third grader know that his mom was on acid? I don't know how. She packed him a lunch of peanut butter and ghosts. What happened to the tractor that was driving down the road, tripping on acid? What? He turned into a field. So this, this is a, an adaptation from an old Hedy Youngman joke, okay? Uh, two blondes are taking a helicopter up for the first time, and uh, they get up about 100 feet, and it comes crashing down, and they, everybody runs up to it and says, what happened? And one of the blondes says, well, it got cold up there, so I turned off the fan. This is a Hedy Youngman joke. A drunk was in front of a judge. The judge says, you've been brought here for drinking. And drunk says, okay, let's get started. I have a joke about a drummer that I'd like to tell. Drummer is part of a very successful rock group. They're doing better and better and better, and they decide that they're going to hire their own private jet. And as often happens with rock bands and jets, the plane crashes. And because they've all been so naughty, they go straight to hell. The lead singer is being roasted on a pit over an open flame. The lead guitarist is being slashed by little goblins, and the drummer is lying on a satin-covered feather bed with a beautiful young lady. The devil walks by, and the lead singer says, hey, Satan, what's up with this? I'm being roasted over an open flame, the guitar player's being slashed by goblins, and the drummer's on a satin-covered feather bed with a beautiful young lady. And Satan says, how dare you question her punishment? Here's kind of a guitar player joke. So you get two guitar players on either side of a river, and the one yells across to the other one, how do I get to the other side? And the other guitar player says, you are on the other side. 
How do you get a songwriter off your porch in Nashville? How? Pay for the pizza. Here's a joke. Aggie joke. So this... What's uh, an Aggie? Uh, if, if someone who goes to Texas A&M, they're Aggies. So this Aggie actually gets into Harvard somehow or another. He's in Harvard. And uh, he's walking around first day, looking around the campus. He goes up to someone and goes, hey, where's the library at? And the guy goes, my good man, do you not know you don't end a sentence with a preposition? And he goes, oh, hey, where's the library at, ass uh, I grew up in the Soviet Union, so I have some Brezhnev jokes. We all grew up with those. So it's 1980, and Brezhnev is the head of the Communist Party. He's the leader. He's completely senile, and he has to get up on the podium and deliver the opening speech to the Moscow Olympics. He crawls up to the podium, and he looks at the sheet of paper in front of him. He says, Oh! 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 And then his assistant runs up to him and says, Comrade General Secretary, those are just the Olympic rings. So this is a joke that I heard while I was in Chad in 2006. Uh, and in the joke, the president of Chad makes a phone call to President Mobutu of the Congo, and he's in a desperate, frantic state. And he says, oh, Mobutu, I've got so many problems. I've got these rebels. They're almost at the capital. I can hear the gunshots out my window. And Mobutu, on the other end of the phone, he shakes his head, and he says, ah, what did I tell you? You should have never built those roads. This is my joke. It's all uh, about the World Cup 2010. After the very, very bad performance of the French team, what we are saying now, because we call our French team Les Bleus, because they play with the blue color. But now the joke we're saying in France is, if you want to see Les Bleus win, you need to go see the movies Avatar. I'm Judy and I'm from Ireland and not so sure this will translate to everybody over here, but uh, here goes anyway. Uh, so this guy wants to go on holidays and he's going to bring his missus with him and he goes into his uh, friend and he's like, I'd love to go on holidays to Spain, but I'm just a bit worried because I don't speak Spanish. And he says, there's no bother, no bother. You don't have to worry about that. All you have to do is speak really loud and really slow and they'll get it they'll get it no problem at all so the guy goes over on his holidays walks into the bar and says hello I'd like to order a pint of Heineken and a pint of Pep for the missus and the guy goes okay he sit down and they start to drink and he's like to his uh, wife your man understood me it's really easy to speak to Spanish so he goes back up to the bar again and went uh, where are you from and the guy goes Dublin and then he goes back so why are we speaking Spanish I'm partly Irish that doesn't really make a difference but um, who's Irish and lives in your backyard I don't know who. Patio furniture. Uh, so here's an adaptation of a Serbian joke that I just heard. Um, this kid comes home and he finds his mom cheating on his dad, so he jumps in the closet to hide. And at that instant, the dad comes home too, so the wife throws her lover in the closet with the kid. And they're uh, standing there in the dark, and the kid says to the guy, gee, it's dark in here. And the guy says, yes. The kid says, I have a soccer ball. You want to buy it? And the guy says, no. The kid says, that's my dad out there. The guy says, all right, how much is the ball? And he goes, $200. The guy buys the ball. So next week, same thing. 
kid ends up in the closet. The guy's in there with him. The kid says, it's dark in here. And the guy says, yeah, it is. And the kid goes, I have a pair of uh, uh, cleats. I have a pair of cleated sneakers. Um, you want to buy them? And the guy goes, how much? And the kid says, $1,000. And the guy goes, okay. The following week, the dad wants to go out. He says to the kid, grab your ball and your cleats. Let's go play soccer. And the kid goes, I don't have them. And the dad says, what'd you do with them? And the kid says, I sold them. I sold them for $1,200. Dad says, God, didn't we raise you any better than that than to rip other little kids off? You snowed some poor kid for $1,200. I'm going to take you to church and teach you a lesson. So he takes the kid to church, and the kid goes in the confessional, and he goes, gee, it's dark in here. And the priest says, don't start that again. I don't actually have a joke, but uh, years ago I met a very wise old man who told me the secret to comedy. Uh, what is Timing. it? So I walked into a bookstore, and I said to the woman behind the counter, Where's the self-help section? And she said, well, if I tell you that, it's going to defeat the purpose. I think it's great that airliners fly very high up in the sky. That way you really get your money's worth when they crash. My dad always used to tell me, Taylor, there are three kinds of people in the world. The ones who can count and the ones that can't. These two elderly ladies were uh, having tea together and one of them said, you know, I bought those um, two female parrots. She said, yes, so they started talking. She said, talk, it's terrible. All they say is, hi, we're a couple of hookers. We'll do anything. She said, oh, well, I wonder what we can do about that. They meet up again the following week, and she said, I've been talking to the vicar, and he's got grey parrots, two males, and all they do, apparently, is pray. What about you take your two birds round, and if they're praying parrots, as he says, then, uh, you know, it might bring about some change. So they arrange it, and they take them round. She's got her two parrots and uh, takes the cloth off the cage, and they immediately go, Hi, we're a couple of hookers, we'll do anything. And so one of the male parrots, he looks to his mate, and he said, Fred, I think all our prayers have been answered. OK, there's Jesus walking around heaven, right, checking everybody out. And everybody's, like, blissful, you know, harps and halos and all that. And he comes upon this one rather dark corner, this little old guy with his head in his hands, crying his eyes out. And Jesus said, excuse me, he said, this is heaven, you know what I mean? People go to church every Sunday, every week of their lives to get up here. And you've made it, you're in heaven, so we can't have you crying, just letting the place down, you know. It's bad for publicity. The old guy said, I'm sorry, he said, I didn't mean to cause any problems. It's just that when I was on earth, you know, I was just a poor carpenter. And I was, we had this little boy, did everything together. And I was hoping he'd come into the business, you know, after me and be a carpenter like me, but he said he had a, a mission to fulfill, so he went off into the desert, and uh, I've never seen him since, he said, and I was hoping, he said, that when I got up here, you know what I mean, I'd find him and we could be together again, but I've looked everywhere and I can't find him anywhere, and it's really cracking me up. And Jesus, with tears streaming down his face, goes, Father, and the old guy says, Pinocchio. So this is one I got actually uh, from my six-year-old. Did you hear the one about the tomato family? Yeah, the, the kid and the dad were going for a walk, and the kid said, hey, dad, catch up. This joke came from my friend Antoine's five-year-old son. What is orange and sounds like a parrot? I don't know. A carrot. You want to know how to make a golden soup? Sure. Will you start with 14 carrots? What kind of dessert does a ghost order? What? Scarret cake. <laughs> yeah, I just had a call from a friend of mine, and he he'd just been offered eight legs of venison for two hundred dollars. <throat> and he asked me, "Is that too dear?" 
Did you hear about the waiter who got vinegar in his ear? No. He now suffers from pickled hearing. Did you hear that there's a new restaurant on the moon? Great food, no atmosphere. Did you hear about the new corduroy pillows? They're making headlines. Hi, I'm Morgan Spurlock, and uh, this joke is brought to you by Palm Wonderful Presents, the greatest movie ever sold. Knock, knock. Who's there? Boo. Boo who? Don't cry, baby. (laughs) Knock, knock. Who's there? Impatient cow. Impatient cow who? Boo. Knock, knock. Who's there? Sam and Janet. Sam and Janet who? Sam and Janet evening, when you find your true love. Knock, knock. Who's there? Panther. Panther who? Panther, no panther. I'm going swimming. A baby seal walks into a club. That's my favorite joke. And that was, of course, director Tim Burton ending our second annual Icebreaker episode on an appropriately goth note. A little downbeat. I'm now penciling in little teardrops underneath my eyes. And ladies and gentlemen, if you (laughs) want to know who to blame for some of those other jokes, you can find the entire huge list of joke tellers on our website. It is dinnerpartydownload.org. Thanks as always this week to Jackson Musker. We'll see everybody here next week for an all-new traditional episode of the DPD. DPD Classic. Yeah, with a a Yule log (laughs) somewhere. Bon appétit. (laughs) 